Paul, before you answer this, before you answer, I just want to highlight to everyone listening, I'm not a Coldplay fan, but continue. And there's like, you know what? As I get older, there's a couple good songs. You know what? There is a couple of good songs. My kids like them. They're fine. Yeah. Like you're just like, you can spend your life being upset about Coldplay. It's Coldplay. It's not Maroon 5. Like, it's okay. Paul. Oh my goodness, Richard. So my mom is uh, the ultimate user. It's fun to watch her use a computer, use a phone, actually more so these days. Sam is smart as hell and she's an amazing social operator and she thinks that everything you do for a living is nonsense. She can't believe I make a living at all. No, she just thinks it's comedy. And so you put computers in front of her and she's just like, why would I bother? I have sons. A week ago, a little over a week ago from when this is being recorded, New York City, which is where my mother lives, we live in Brooklyn, she lives about 15 minutes away from me, announced that they were going to loosen up restrictions to get vaccinated. And they lowered the age requirement, I think from 75 to 65. My mom is 69. As soon as they did that, I said, we got to get, let's see if we can get my mom vaccinated. Right? But also, she's, she's had some health issues. She really, she should be, I mean, by every definition, she should be in that line. She should be in that line, 100%. So obstacle one, here's what I can't do. Let's get this out of the way. And this is what most people can't do. What most people can't do is tell their parent, who's 65 or older, to just go and register and get vaccinated. Unless you like listening to an old lady cry. That's right. So first off, from a communication perspective, let's actually even go a step before that even. My mom would have never found out. I, I have news feeds. I use Feedly. I follow Twitter. I get pings when, when Cuomo puts a, another press conference out. I'm so connected and online. She would have never known. So strike one. The city probably knows my mom's cell number through various means, whether it be Medicaid or whatever. Like there's all sorts of agencies that know who my mom is. You got to message old people. Don't email them because my mom hasn't opened her email. And it, but I, I opened it for her recently. And I got to tell you, there are a lot of banks who want to refinance my mom's credit. I, just a lot of garbage. So you need to message them on their phones the way their grandkids do. So step one, the communication out there. There are a lot of elderly people in New York City who just have no idea that they can go get it. They don't know. You know, it's worth noting here too. Like, I want to be mindful of this boundary because it gets sort of brought up as like, yeah, make it so dumb your mom can understand it. A parent will figure out how to use a phone. They will basically get a degree in advanced nuclear physics in order to get easy, steady access to pictures of their grandchildren in a timely manner. Like your mom, if you said to your mom, there's really no way for you to get those pictures unless you get a PhD in cosmology. Oh, she's going to be like, all right. She's like, fine, give me a telescope, let's go. They are motivated to learn the UX patterns that align with their interests. And some of the patterns inside of especially mobile are really good and they really line up with the way people think. But then you hit this threshold where the other 95 or 99% of software exists. Mm -hmm. Everyone is left behind, but that little leap that you or I would make where we'd be like, well, I guess you know, I gotta fill out this form and then oh, oh, I was yep. waiting, oh, this is a crappy wizard. They're just like, what is this? I don't, I'd rather fill out a form on paper and go to the office. But because we're so digital and we're remote, they're not given that option. They're not communicated. They're not. So, so the platform is failing here. The platform does kind of know what to do with them. 
If America was trying to get them to buy more things on Amazon, it would know exactly how to notify your mother, right? The mechanisms and the efficiencies are in place in the commercial realm, right? This just makes it so infuriating. It makes it so infuriating. It's not that surprising. I do want to talk about at some point, you know, a lot of the positives positives we saw in the experience. But let's let's keep going with the journey. Let's assume my mom did somehow find out because how do most grandmas and grandpas use their phones? Messaging. My mom is in Facebook Messenger, WhatsApp, and SMS. She doesn't call it WhatsApp. She doesn't call it Messenger. She calls it her phone. She's like, well, just message me on my phone. And, and then it comes through and the, the notifications all are happening all day. My mom's phone makes so many different noises in a one hour period. It's something. Anyway, so I decide I'm going to register for her. Okay. So I, I, I have made the assumption that this was going to be too steep of a hill to climb. I wasn't going to send her the link to the vaccine finder, New York City by vaccine finder. Let's be mindful. This is the woman who makes you call Ubers for her because she doesn't <laughs> want to deal. This is true. Even though I put Uber on her phone, wired up the credit card, she still doesn't want to deal. What is amazing is she understands, she's learned the database schema and all the core parts of the transaction. Yeah. She just has no interest in doing them herself. That's right. That's right. She's she's not interested. And and also it's a chance for her to reconnect with me. She gets to talk to me and says, I'm your mother. Why would you make me do that? Okay. So we go move forward with the process. I start the process. And, and the way it works is this very basic. You give it a zip code. City site, health site. Like what is it? It's a New York City sanctioned site. Essentially what they were doing was all, like, you can't just go to any hospital and sign up. The city wants you to register. You meet certain criteria so that nobody skips the line, et cetera, et cetera. So you have to answer a bunch of questions, these prerequisite questions. Are you allergic to vaccines, et cetera? And then they have to ask you a few questions to make sure you fit some criteria. Like, are you a healthcare worker, et cetera? And for my mom, it's that she's over 65. So we go through that process. And then you're sent off to essentially a, a calendar finder that's hitting a bunch of... So she's she's totally credentialed. She's valid. She's, she's, she's allowed to go get one. I'm just trying to get her a slot. Okay. And then what you had was on the other end of it were different vaccination sites, whether they be inside of hospitals or at certain clinics, were posting openings to get vaccinated effectively. Okay. Oh God, this is, is this, this going to end with like Yankee Stadium, someone being like, hey, you want tickets? You want tickets? I mean, uh, yeah. What? I mean, okay. Brooklyn Navy Yard is one of the locations. There were a few that came up. God. It was like three in the morning, Brooklyn Navy Yard. I think the Javits Center is getting set up. It wasn't terrible, but here's the issue. The issue is it's that classic sort of in queue, you know, race condition problem where it wasn't locking your slot up. Like Ticketmaster solved this problem, right? So if you have tickets in hand as you're going to pay for them, they're in your hand and they can't go to anyone else. So what happened a few times for a hard me. Problem. You know, what's interesting is somebody was complaining online that one of the state governments was using Eventbrite to schedule vaccinations. I was like, that's a great idea. It's a great idea. They solved this particular problem. Yeah. Which is they, a, they actually, this is a hard problem. It's not trivial to solve this problem. It's not trivial. And what happens with Ticketmaster is you'll get a countdown. They'll say, you have it three minutes to grab these tickets. You'll see the clock ticking down as you're buying tickets. Anyway, so this happened to me a few times and I'm pretty fast on the keyboard. So can you imagine if my mom was filling this thing out? I, I missed it a handful of times. I always think too, for New York State, in New York City stuff, like so many of the people using it, English is not their first language, like the computers are slow. I'm just like, ugh. That's right. Ugh. And here's the other thing is, this is old software. It's running ideally in a browser. 
People are not using browsers anymore. They're on their phones. Oh, they're texting, really. That's Text is the best interface for most people. Text is the best interface. Actually, a, a bot would have been ideal here to take you through the process. But it was messy. It was cumbersome. Here's the other thing I, I would share. I know New York City is really sensitive right now to making sure there's fairness in the distribution of these vaccines, right? And sure. you could see them trying to audit and make sure that the fairness is there through this process. But what in fact happened was this, Paul. Guess who knows how to navigate through this process? Oh, well, I mean, if it's a web-based application? Yep. Well, I would put my odds on you. Well, no, just people who are tech savvy, frankly, come sure. from privileged circumstances that knew how to essentially play the game and know not, it's, it's like a video game, getting that ticket. Oh yeah, it's you and me, we're good. We're good at this. Exactly, exactly. And you just highlighted a few things. Older people, people who don't have access to computers and use browsers in, in traditional ways, all the obstacles that were put in place to make sure that this was fairly distributed actually created obstacles. All the, the measures that were put in place to make it fair made it harder. Yeah, I see you put that friction in because... You're trying to be fair. Yeah, and this is tricky. It's sad because the web was supposed to be the platform, the most accessible platform. But the reality is that like WhatsApp is the most accessible platform to most people on earth. That's right. The truth is design is your great equalizer here. Not asking more questions to make sure you're not cheating, but rather design. In the very, very beginning of the process, it should say English or Spanish. A huge population of people speak Spanish in New York City. Like, right out of the gate. Take me down path B, and that's the end of that. Like, I didn't see that anywhere. I'm sure the option is there. But like that kind of thinking, that's how you provide equity, in fact, not through more barriers and, and whatnot. So we get to the hospital. What's the number one thing I see while we're there? By the way, I want to speak positively for a second here. Uh, we went to a city hospital, essentially, not a private hospital. Everyone was incredibly helpful. Everyone was incredibly nice. It was organized. They were really trying hard to make this a, as painless a process as possible for people who don't have money, frankly. New York does a great job at civic infrastructure when it puts its mind to it. You're telling this story and you were able to navigate this website and get your mom a slot and everything is worked out good, right? But I'm looking online and I mean, it was like, you told me this story and I kind of kept an eye out and it, Twitter is full of people frustrated, losing their marbles yeah. because the site crashes. And so, so it's like, I know we're not, I don't want to beat up on the state right now, either in the city is having a hard time, but at the same time, like whether we want to be angry at New York city or not, this critical piece of infrastructure dealing with the greatest public health crisis of our lifetime mm -hmm. was completely failed. Many of the users to the point that they needed to complain online. So that's a crisis. That is a failure of the product. Yeah. It has to be addressed. And it's not a tech problem. It's a design problem. I'll say it again. It's, yeah. a, it's an accessibility problem. It's a design problem above all else. The tech is actually secondary. We get there, smooth process, frankly. She gets her first dose of a vaccine. You sent me a picture. It really actually kind of cheered me up because I love your mom. And she's actually a very good civic support for the Lebanese and Helps a lot of people in your neighborhood. Yes. Yeah, like a lot of, gets a lot of people to the doctor and so on. And so like Sam getting vaccinated is actually kind of good for the world. Yeah, and, uh, beyond and, Sam. Yeah, we're, yeah. Getting, we're getting to the other side. That's yeah. what that meant to me. Yeah. Uh, the last ob observation I'll share is people just walking up. No slot, 
no, nothing. They're like, I heard there's vaccine vaccinations going on. Can I get one? Probably more people were in the main area where this was happening that had no registration than people who did have a registration. And that makes sense to me, right? They heard it on like 880 Win News or whatever, CBS News or whatever. People have to understand, like if you came to the city <laughs> after the internet happened, right? Like you have a very different New York. Like what is mostly happening, the way New York City used to work is people would drive around in their cars mm -hmm. doing things. Mm -hmm. And then the radio would say something. And then you would go do what the radio said. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. If you're <laughs> looking right. for vaccines, you can call the vaccine hotline. Blah, 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 and then you would like stop and call that number and it would be like, and an automated <laughs> voice would be like, go to Maimonides Hospital. And then you would turn your Chevy Caprice around yeah. and go on down to Maimonides. <laughs> and there'd be, there might be 20,000 people there. And yeah. you'd just sort of kind of hang out until somebody told you what was up. Yeah. And that was how we lived our lives. And you used a Hagster map. Yeah. To get yeah, yeah, yeah. where you're going, right? So what we forget living in our world, because you and I are in a bubble and a half, right? What we forget is that 60% of the city still kind of operates roughly along totally, these policies. Totally. It's the Williamsburg dichotomy, right? It's like old Polish ladies next to hipsters and, and professionals That's right. uh, in the same neighborhood. That's What's tricky here right, is every single one of those lives prioritized by risk to, to, deserves to be protected by the vaccine. Like we're going to, our civil society is absolutely committed to that. We are decided on that and we believe in it. And so we're in a tricky spot where the digital tools are doing their best, but it's really fallen short. Whereas meanwhile, the guy who hears it on 1010 wins is like, ah, I better get over there. Yep. Right. Like he's getting clear signal. He just can't operate on it. Yeah, that's right. And, and you know, what was interesting was they took a few people. They're like, we've got some slots. You know why? Because the system was failing and they weren't able to fill up the slots. Well, this happened. No, so this is really tricky. There was a um, the Brooklyn Army Terminal. This this email chain went around. And it was like we have four hundred extra vaccines. If anybody wants to come down and get them, yeah, and I think and they expire. Started, no, don't they expire or something? That night, right? You know, because because of the cold chain, they're out of the freezer, right, or whatever. So I got that. And I'm like, I'll buy one down there. I'd love a vaccine. That'd be really Sounds cool. Sounds delicious. And my wife is like, uh, I think that's a hoax. And, and people actually followed up like, this is a hoax. This is a hoax. Mm. It wasn't a hoax, but it wasn't a it's hoax. New York City. Yeah, no, no it wasn't. But thousands of people showed up. Like everybody's like waiting in line. It was that scenario. And yeah. they immediately ran out. And of course, no one, there's no planning. So no one's able to communicate uh, what's going on. There's an article about it in New York Mag. Somebody went down. I mean, you know, it's vaccines. Let's go get our vaccines. I want to ask you a question. Please. What's broken such that me getting Coldplay tickets on Ticketmaster or getting the new Call of Duty at GameStop the systems to queue me up and make it smooth as silk for those processes are so much better than getting someone vaccinated. Oof. I mean, I think Occam's razor. It's funny as you get older, like, it's just like, what's the simplest thing that probably happened? There's no need for conspiracy. There's no need to cast blame. An artificial schedule was put forth. The budget was probably not clear at first. Like all the typical things with procurement happened. And there are two things went wrong. One is that user experience for the vast bulk of people favored people who could parse and understand complicated web experiences, which actually isn't many people anymore. Okay, but let me throw back at you what you just said, the first point, which is a huge one, which is the truth is Call of Duty 
you can plan for that release for almost six months. Like you can put the systems in, like this is being cobbled together in real time. That's real and we should acknowledge it, right? So you made that, that's, a, that's I heard that in your first point here. Well, I mean, that said though, well, it's also like, look, why are the states doing individual responses to this? Why isn't there a federal open source code base for vaccine scheduling? Mm-hmm. We could have spent 10 or $15 million once with five languages mm-hmm. and call center support at the federal level to sign, I mean, I mean, trivial amounts of money, and we're going to spend hundreds of millions of dollars across the states. The responsibility of getting these systems up is disparate, right? It's all over the place. But I, we're talking about New York City. There are a lot of states having problems right now. Like, it's not going yeah. well. Florida. This, But you can see the data model here, and everybody is going to, you know, when I say that, I can hear everybody going, like, well, you know, HIPAA and healthcare. And it's like, you know, screw it. Figure it out. It's not that hard. And everybody who runs in waving their arms about HIPAA, you know, when you actually deal with it, it's like, okay, it's two weeks of paperwork that suck. Yeah. Like, it's like, I got to fill out a bunch of forms. And then sometimes I have to hire an expediter. And sometimes it's going to cost like 30 grand to get all the all the work together. But everybody loves to wave their arms about how incredibly impossible it ever is to, to work on healthcare mm. or finance or whatever. And it's all garbage and I hate it. And I'm actually, I get, I, I've gotten myself angry <laughs> yeah, because my entire career, I've, I've heard how like, well, you can't have good software that because we choose to live in a shit world and then they punch themselves in the face. Right. That's how that conversation, look at me, bam, I punched myself in the face because I hate my life. Yeah. And you're like, why don't you just use a windowing toolkit instead? And they're like, I could never and i hate it yeah hate it yeah the problems aren't that hard is what you're saying i swear to god we're looking at a crm problem right now and it's just every single it's like oh well you know paul the domain knowledge here and it's like i can see the schema yeah i can see the postgres sql statements that are that product i can see the api on top i know the toolkit you're using to visualize it so where's the complexity where's the impossible part Right. You're touching on something that is very fundamental to how we think about software, which is to demystify it and make it simpler, which usually uh, leads to less money for agencies and consultants and software licensing. But you know what? That's okay because there's always more to do, right? It's not just that. Why doesn't it? Because that's the way this industry goes. There's all these artificial nonsense moats. Like, frankly, we're more expensive up front than a lot of places, incredibly cheap over time. Like, our clients now know this. That's yes. why we're doing well. That's right. But the reason we're comfortable doing that is because it's coming for us anyway. So why not just run into the fire? Like, our core product, the thing we were building five years ago, we're doing much less work to build new, bigger things. Now, expectations have risen. Mm-hmm. We, we charge a little more and so on. But like the stuff we were doing five years ago is basically thrown in the garbage. You can do that with five clicks. Not all of it, but some of it. That's good. That's technology, right? Well, that's why we chose this industry. And then there is this vast, enormous, exploitative industry of semi-regulated whiners who are just sort of like, but you can't because and then it won't work with the, the regular... You know, and I actually have a lot of empathy for the people who built this damn thing because they were doing their best. There's absolutely no way they weren't doing their best. And it still went into the toilet because of all the regular reasons. You know, I, I, I will say this. I don't know this for sure. So don't hold me to it. I'm not a spokesperson for anybody ever. But I think what they did was, Paul, I think they carbon copied the testing software to schedule a test yeah. is what they did. Because I think in some places the copy wasn't... For- 
500,000 people want every single slide. Well, this is the thing, right? Because unlike tests, which we got ahead of, and now there's plenty of test kits, the vaccines, you have to post the slots once you have the vaccines in hand, right? So what you were seeing was over time, they would just sort of pop up randomly throughout the day. And I think it's going to get harder and harder, right? See, here's the thing I'm seeing. I was seeing online that people are going like, oh God, how lame is it that the state can't even build software and has to use Eventbrite for its vaccines? What a disaster. But the reality is mm-hmm. you should use Eventbrite. They solved this problem. Look, Rite Aid is vaccinating. The city has a deal with Rite Aid now that's not, hasn't rolled out yet. People are saying, use Walgreens, use Rite Aid. Scott Gottlieb, who's like a well-regarded, he was former FDA head, who's been very vocal throughout the process. He's like, use commercial franchises that are out there. They have the facilities, they have nurses, they have everybody. Hubs and spokes, don't wait for... Eventbrite's no different, right? Eventbrite has been optimized. That software has been to hell and back to get to where it is today to do this exact thing. Well, and then if 50,000 people want one ticket, it actually can deal with that. It knows what to do. Yeah, and, and look, the thing is, is like, you can't afford, a state government can't afford to solve that problem. That is, that's millions of dollars to actually get that right over the course of years. It's not, it's culture and understanding human behavior as much as it's math and like, you know, the Byzantine generals problem and, and clock coordination and all this stuff, right? Like it is, it's actually just really, really fundamental. And then they, they encapsulate that into an endpoint and then they're, they end up having a really high market cap. And that, that's when things work in our industry. And so like, that, when I see people like, oh, they shouldn't use Eventbrite, it's like, no, God, please get them in there. So we we are sitting here saying that we have a solution. Like, what is the process that you would apply if somebody came in and said, I need to build a vaccination website? How would you have avoided this situation? It's a great question. I, I think I would do a couple of things. First thing I would do is how are you going to communicate on a large scale in as targeted a way as possible, right? And the truth is, There are ads that go out into the world that are frankly targeted at older people, whether it be a jitterbug phone, CBS Sunday morning. Oh, guys, good soothing. CBS Sunday morning. I know about every prescription medication for rheumatoid arthritis (laughs) because of CBS Sunday morning. People don't know. We should at some point eventually, we should do a whole show on it. Rich loves CBS Sunday morning. What I loved was seeing the clips from CBS Sunday morning after the riot in the Capitol where it's people talking about absolutely serious Cleaning. fundamental civil rights challenges, <laughs> oh, okay. but in the same damn tone. It's yeah, 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 well, yeah. We need the <laughs> America's heart is at risk, you know, and here's a word from, from Low Sarton. Yeah, no, I know. So target the people, communicate to them, and then the call to action. The call to action needs to be simple. Ideally, it's either, I don't know if I, a URL is too much. I don't know if an, a, a person that isn't that tech savvy knows what to do with a URL, right? I would say text 56889 or something and then get that process going. A URL in an SMS message. That's what I was going to say. So it's, here's why. The SMS message is the actual record. Nobody bookmarks or, or goes back to anything, but they will hold on to the SMS message. That's right. An SMS message in which the name of, the, of both parties is labeled. If it's like coming from, you know, if it's just called like health, and you tap in and it's like, blah, 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 click here to go and do your scheduling. And then it'll take you over to the on-device browser. Mm-hmm. And then people can always find their way back. That's the pattern that everybody knows. That's right. Is how to get back to a thread in a text message. That's right. I would do one other thing differently, Paul. I would ask less questions, reduce the friction to getting the appointment. In fact, what I would do is this. For every 30-minute slot, I'd put three people 
in the slot. If all three show up, great. If two show up, that's fine. If one show up, that's fine. And stop trying to track them. Nobody was going to call us, by the way, if we didn't go. Nobody was going to call anybody, right? So what you want to do here is it's a little messier and it's a little less tidy and you can audit it as well, but more will go out, right? You can get going. Essentially, you're saying like go for eventual consistency rather than trying to make it atomic, right? Rather than trying to get them to schedule the right time, get them in, get the vaccine and sort of have all that logged in a perfect way. Get them in and get them, figure out the way, whatever will That's work right. to That's get right. more jabs into the arm. Exactly. Because once I'm there, they asked my mom questions. They asked her, they asked her a handful of code, but she didn't, they didn't have to ask her as many because I filled out the online form. But once you're there, there, they're going to get that vaccine. Like the incentive is so strong here. Nobody's going to go in and mess around and just take slots and not go, right? No, I'm a, I mean, that's extreme outlier behavior. Like that can happen and you should maybe predict it, but- Lower the friction. Rather than trying to expect that, you should just be watching and then adjusting as quickly as possible that's as, right. as you go. And look, I mean, the other thing, which we talked about earlier, but like that SMS flow conversation should be calling out in the background to various APIs and then translating that back into the native language of the person who you're communicating with about status. And it, that feels weird, right? Because you're literally back to terminal-based applications. Mm -hmm. But I, it actually turns out that like the text message as command line mm -hmm. with multiple choice questions is a good universal interface. People know the difference between one, two, three, and A, B, and C. And they they know how to give you your name. And it, it, it's actually less controlled and more chaotic than a lot of web forms and structure. But there are good tools for building to that. And then you go out to your event rights. No one needs to ever see that, right? That's, that's probably the only mistake they made with event rights. It's confusing the people mm -hmm. to schedule vaccinations through event right. It should go probably to the API to sort of keep the, the healthcare branding and, and communication on top. But I have to say the plan you just put forth, right, is going to get you into the market in, it could be weeks or a couple months. And then you're in a position where you have something pretty fluid that you can iterate on top of. And that's the other big part of this. So it, look, you kept going back to SMS. I, I mean, that's where the grandkids picks are. They're in messaging, right? And so they know that world and they're more comfortable with it. Or SMS-like, right? Like there's WhatsApp. And so there, there are increasingly app and software delivery options inside of these platforms. Look, it's worth acknowledging. This is hard. New York City is incredibly dense and in population from a, it's a very dense population. It wasn't an absolute, you know, flaming failure by any means. It just, mom got her vaccine. Like, I mean, she did, but she wouldn't have gotten it without me. I mean, let's just be realistic. There are a lot of, I, I have people in my apartment building that are elderly that I've been thinking about pinging them and saying, do you want me to do this for you? Because there's no way they're going to know how to do it. Ping them. Yeah. Cause they're not going to get on there. No. Right? The hard part, but then, and then they got to get, I mean, getting them there is hard. It's just yeah. hard. Look, I mean, let's, let's just define for one second before we go true well-funded civil society. The way it would look is they'd call you mm -hmm. with a range of, they'd already know a little bit about you. They'd mm -hmm. call you with a range of options. Mm -hmm. You would schedule, probably through a voice call. That would be the way you could do this. Mm -hmm. uh, or you could do it through text. And then a car would come and pick you up and take you. That is probably the optimal like public health. Yeah, like in, in Finland, that's probably happening. Or even better, they're coming, you know, like they put the nurses. <laughs> into, it's actually, you can't do it with this vaccine because it needs to stay cold, right? So you can't go house to house. No. Food trucks could, I mean, there's probably, you can equip a food truck with it, I, I think. That'd be, if you could take, you know, the Pollo Loco um, 
taco <laughs> truck from our neighborhood down here in Dennis yeah, and yeah. repurpose it. And then you could get your vaccine. I would think that would really make a lot of sense. I mean, I, I think our new administration actually is thinking a little more broadly about. I think so too. I, I think you touched on it briefly. I mean, centralization and a single strategy that informs rather than just throwing them out and mailing them in boxes to the different states, I think is is not helpful. I think that's one of the the stumbling blocks here. I mean, look, this this you we could wade into how, you know, medical coverage should be something that's more centralized and and more standardized and, a, and that's better for everybody, but uh we're we're not going to go there. So look, we are we are people who all we like to do an enormous amount of the time. We like to talk about problems like these and the critical thing to know about us is we don't have all the answers and we actually think that's a good thing because then you work arduously through the challenges to lower risk. Yes. And that is what we do for our clients and for our, for our families and yeah. our pets. Check us out at postlight.com. Uh, you'll see some case studies. Uh, we've got some new case studies coming up real soon. Website is nice and fast these days. I like it. We really, we got to a good place last year with the site. It is good. We feel good about that. I'm proud. Well, all right, my friend, let's get back to work. Yep, everyone stay safe. Hello 2021. We will round that corner, gosh darn it. We are. We're all gonna get vaccinated and then we're gonna we're gonna throw the dumbest post-life party It'll imaginable. Be preposterously stupid. I don't even know what a margarita cannon is. Yeah. Uh, I don't think one exists. But we're gonna get one built and just literally shoot and then they can be non-alcoholic margaritas <laughs> into the faces of everyone as they come off the elevator. <laughs> Like just like, <laughs> hey, is this Pope? <laughs> just margarita cannon right oh, in your face. Lord. That sounds pretty good. Horrible margarita nightmares is what we are promising everyone. Oh, wow. Uh, let's get there. You dialed it's up really the marketing good. there, Paul. <laughs> uh, hell All yeah, right. hell yeah. Look, I mean, it turns out a margarita cannon only sets you back a couple of <laughs> <laughs> All right, everyone, have a great week. It. All right, bye.